What is the mind aware of? What is the mind knowing? You can use any object. All objects are the same. We use the object and grow, growing our mind quality, awareness, samadhi, and wisdom. So, no object, uh, any object, are not disturb you. They are helping you. All objects are helping you to grow our mind. If you have a right attitude, if you have a right view, object is helping you. If you have a wrong view, object is become uh, craving, the mind become craving aversion to do because of object. So don't forget to think nature. Nature means it's impersonal. Feeling just feeling. Thinking just thinking. Sensation as just sensation. There is nobody there. Nature means cause and effect process. Every process they have their cause. People use the object to meditate, to be aware. But object is not mm, uh, the mind is calm because of no object. We use the object to be growing awareness, samadhi and wisdom. But The mind is calm or still, not because of object. 
because of right view, right attitude, and continue the awareness. It make the mind calm down. <coughs> sometimes we use this object, but the mind calm. But sometimes we use only this object, but the mind is not calm. Because this right attitude or wrong attitude. Whether the practice is going well or not has to do with your attitude with right view or wrong view. How your practice is doing has nothing to do with what you are observing it has nothing to do with the object or the experience. So no object or experience is better than another, ever. It's it's not anapana that calms your mind or the breath or the body sensations. It's never what you're observing that helps to calm the mind. It's the attitude in the mind, whether there's right view and whether awareness is continuous. When there is right view, awareness is continuous, the mind will calm down. When we observe the same object continuously for a long time and if there is no wisdom about it, if there is not right view around it, there is the possibility of our becoming attached to the object because we are spending so much time with it when there is lack of wisdom. Remember that the main goal, the primary aim of meditation is to know and develop awareness, uh, sorry, wisdom, is to know and then in order to develop wisdom. Peace is a side effect or a byproduct. I 
Pleasant feelings and sensations are objects. Unpleasant feelings and sensations are objects. That is how we must come to understand all that is being observed. That they are objects. Most, most of us we want to dwell on pleasant experiences and if we have unpleasant ones we want to run. Either way we're caught in the two extremes, in the extremes of liking and disliking. The middle way happens when we know things as they are, know that what is being observed is just that, it's an object that's being observed. It is nature. When there is wisdom, when the mind does understand and it's on the middle path, then he says, there is not a pushing of aversion, there is not a pulling for things we crave, um, but because there is understanding, when there is understanding. information when there isn't the wisdom to be <coughs> to know that it is just an object when there isn't the wisdom to understand things just as they are we still need to consciously bring in that um, concept, remind ourselves this is an object, this is being known. And knowledge will akuni down, knowledge will not, knowledge will don't be right, being the hope, the whole sunset. So you're using what you've heard, the knowledge you've got to try and bring it to bear upon the experience 
and then explore to see whether that is true. And that's what you do when the mind is having a reaction. Usually, the mind's automatic response is to like or dislike, and that's fine. When the mind has liking and disliking, we need to acknowledge it and observe that. Observe the feelings that come with liking, the feelings that come with disliking. And as we observe them continuously, the feelings will subside. When the feelings have subsided, he says, then you can again engage with the object that you liked or disliked and see whether without the feelings of liking or disliking, whether the mind regards the experience or the object in the same way. And that is how we practice. There is no bad meditation. There is no bad experience in meditation. He said, when we say that our meditation wasn't good, usually it means that we're saying that we had an experience that we didn't like to have or we didn't have an, exper- an experience that we wanted to have. But he says there is no good or bad in meditation. Meditation is just knowing what is present. That is all.
That's why it's useful to check every now and again to see whether we're wanting something or liking something or whether we're rejecting something, disliking something in the practice so that we can then observe that. Meditation is not just focusing deeply into something. Meditation is about discerning. You're looking, understanding. It's an intelligent activity.
The mind is that which knows. And so the mind knows every object. That knowing, that faculty of the mind that knows, comes paired with the object. And it is because of the presence of that knowing that when we have awareness, we are able to know the object.
After a few days of meditation, the mind begins to settle down. And then, sometimes memories begin to surface. Locked problems. Hidden agendas. And when they come up, that's fine too. That's also a sign that the practice is moving forward. I don't want to put the That's when you get the chance to study those emotions, investigate them, and see the truth of what they are. Whatever happens, don't forget to remind yourself that an object is just an object. We're only supposed to use the object as an object, as we would use an object, to observe it. Meditation is a learning process. It's when we don't understand reality. We don't see the reality of what really is that we suffer the emotions. We have to go through them. So we have to study and investigate them. When we understand the reality of what they truly are, it's just then we'll be free.
Are you sure that you are aware? Is the awareness awake, interested, alert, working? How many objects are you aware of simultaneously? Just naturally, how many objects do you know simultaneously? He says, don't look for objects. Please pay more attention to continuity of awareness in your daily activities, in your movements.
if you were aware also of your state of mind with every movement, every decision to go somewhere or do something, if you knew your state of mind, that would also, that would be better. You do one thing after the other. You finish a sit, you open your eyes, you get up, you walk out, you do the next, you put on your shoes. Know these things one after the other. Follow yourself. Follow your movements. And you don't have to move slowly. You don't have to move slowly. You don't have to know the movement in detail. But you do want to follow them in general, movement after movement. Continuously. So, stick your mind to your body. For those of you who can see your awareness, where it feels like awareness is a live thing that you can feel and sense or know, you can know the awareness. See what that is like. But remember that when you know the awareness, the awareness is always knowing something. So it cannot be that you know the awareness and there is no object. Something is being known by that awareness, for sure. For those of us who are not able to tune into the awareness, not able to be aware of awareness, or we have moments when we are not aware of the awareness, go back to just being aware of the object. Just normal awareness. When we take care of the Dhamma, the Dhamma takes care of us. <laughs> 